0: Welcome
1: to the Making Laps Podcast. Should I do the radio voice this way? Welcome to the... Just introduced him. Damn it, he had it. Okay, hello and welcome to the Making Labs Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me in studio is my brother, Jesse Gleason. Hello, everyone. And back in Florida, but still no! but still with us is Phil Jakes. Flora Phil. There we go. And I'm so sorry you get your song back see. because you're not here. I so we had to ask, where are you, Phil? It's warmer and, and nicer here. This
2: I miss you guys too,
0: Phil. I I just wanted to say one thing. Now that you're gone and in Florida, you know, I I I miss you. And um, number one, and um, number two, it's also bike season. And um, I just happen to be an organ donor. As and uh, if something bad were, you know, ever happened to me, you know, and you ever needed a kidney or whatever's left of my liver. There ain't nothing there left of that. There is no
2: liver. The only good thing about liver is it can regenerate. And
0: if you get first dibs and just remember one thing, I'll always be inside you.
1: See, I was going to go somewhere with the whole... <laughs> I was going to go somewhere with the whole organ donation thing, but I wasn't... Uh, let's just move on from that. All right. Well, so, I laugh at my right. own
0: jokes. Okay, let's begin the podcast. All right,
1: <laughs> It's funny to me that... Uh, Phil's up here for like the better part of a month, and it's cold and it sucks, and the second he leaves, it's now 80 degrees and sunny. Thanks, Phil. Thanks. For it's ki- also
2: called spring in New England.
1: Well, no, you just because you left. It was literally the day you left, it warmed up. Pin it on me. You're that much powerful, you really are. Well, yes. it's, it's just God. weird. The day he leaves, it warms up sunny. It's not 50 degrees out anymore. Just weird to me. I figured I'd bring it up. Anyway, whatever. So we usually start the show off with personal updates. Phil, you saw your car for the first time in a month, I think. Yeah, I think I
2: saw a a tear come out of it, or maybe a coolant leak. I don't know.
1: It was probably one or the other. It still
2: runs, but all the tires are now flat, even though it's not been sitting on the ground. It's been on jack stands. They're Hoosier tires, right?
0: This is your car after you left. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. It takes cues from us, apparently. We that's missed
2: you, Daddy.
1: I missed you. He missed you. <laughs> oh, you have Hoosier tires on the car, right? Yes. Yeah, they leak air constantly. I've never. <laughs> yes,
2: Hoosier and their upcoming thirty percent increase.
1: I've never liked them, from what I'm hearing. I mean, the people who work there are fine. I don't have any problem with them. It's the tires. People are themselves. fine,
2: but that's a that's a drastic increase.
1: Yeah. Yeah, keep voting Democrat, kids. You'll just see how it happens. Uh, Anyway, uh, why don't we move on from that?
2: Hey, at least our tracks are smart enough that they're actually considering moving to American Racers now. Oh, wait, you had American Racers, and the tracks are stupid enough to switch away from them.
1: I liked them. I know. I love
2: American Racers.
1: I know people complain about them because they're like, oh, they don't have enough grip or they don't do this or whatever. I don't care. But it's like, no, but they last. The slow teams are the ones that complain
0: about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. I loved them. I mean, I, as soon as I hopped on Hoosiers, then the grip level was kind of inconsistent, and then they would just completely drop off after like a set amount of time, and that was pretty much it. It's like Is this because over.
0: they're going up 30%? percent mm No.
2: No, and I see, had these you, opinions before. You have the skill to be able to find speed when tires are all over the place. These people that are complaining, in my opinion, that the American racers don't have grip just want grip to put a Band-Aid on... What they
1: can't do in a car oh jesse and i used to run the american racers down to the cords i mean both yeah. of us have won races if i had a
0: good set stagger on <laughs> if i had tires i wouldn't race i'd be like ken cassie jr just let will tell on. you what i had cords showing <laughs> on the right rear i wouldn't change that tire i wouldn't change that tire until i lost
1: yeah Scott not <laughs>
2: yeah. even runs them all year yeah
1: yeah i mean we jesse and i both had cords showing through our right rear tires when we've won races with the american racers more uh, balls who, than brains there, but... What's
2: that? I said more balls than brains there, Well, but we didn't
1: know there was cords showing through it until after the race. Fair enough. You know, you wear the tire out, the cords weren't showing before you went out, but then they're showing after you come back in. It's kind of different. So, yeah, so I'm not happy about it. Hey, whatever. I don't sneakers. care if
0: it says Uniroyal Tiger Paw. I don't care. As long as the car as long as long the car gets results, I don't care what brand it is on here.
2: Sumitomo.
0: Sumitomo.
1: T- i don't care what it is i'll race whatever yeah. i just don't want to have to pay for it anyway care. Okay. my own personal update uh i've i don't know why but i've dragged my other spare chassis out from the woods and decided i'm gonna take some spare parts and throw it at it and maybe it might be worth more to me because it's got parts on it instead of just sitting in the woods i don't know i don't know what i'm doing with it yet i have no idea where i would run it but I might leave it the way it is so that it would be useful at, like, a place like Stafford or something, just because... Or the my, toilet bowl? Or the bowl, yeah. I mean, it's either or, uh, but I know Stafford doesn't allow the jack and bolts and the shocks up front, which my other car has. and uh, So I figured it would be, like, like I said, it'd probably be worth more to me moving, rolling, or even running and driving than it would be just a Hulk with nothing, nothing of any value on it. So, I mean... And plus it wouldn't hurt to have a spare car but I don't have any plans on what the hell's going on here <laughs> I don't have any plans on running the car uh, full time I don't I don't have the money to run one car much less two cars the other day it came the world the Sorry, I'm looking around like, why is he playing music? Do you know what song it is? Yes, I do. Why?
0: This is the story about Brent living in the garage, building race cars,
1: while the boy's, like, raising himself. He's gonna miss you. (laughs) He's not raising himself. I'm not a single parent. And I'm only out there for, like, (laughs) a... I'm only out there for like an hour or two a day. I'm not even. I'm not living out in the garage. Yes, <laughs> you do. You live out. The, you have a refrigerator in the garage. No, I. Used to have no, it? I don't. I gave you my fridge. I don't have anything. In the, I don't have anything in the garage. You slept Who
2: doesn't sleep. have a refrigerator in
1: the garage? I don't, because I gave it to Jesse because his mini fridge broke. So I was nice and gave it to him. And <laughs> so we've been demonetized. We've already been because of the first song you played. Anyway, we don't get money anyway. Well, I, mean, I work on the car when I'm home on Mondays because the kids at school, I spend a good eight hours in there when no one else is home but me. <laughs> Cats in their cradle, my ass. So that's all he would do is just ask me to get him things instead of getting them for himself. So,
2: anyway. <laughs> like he does to Jesse every time we record the podcast.
1: Yeah. Jesse, this thing doesn't work. Please fix it. Jesse, yeah, but this I need thing's drink. complicated. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I do so, admire him for not breaking my stuff. That's true. That's very good. Uh anyway, my other, my, rel, my my normal car is on jack stands cuz we've been not racing for a month and we still have, let me check my watch. Another month to go. I think we go racing on June 16th.
2: That makes a lot of sense.
1: Uh, I mean, you I know. have some Hoosier
0: 800s for sale if anybody is listening in Ohio or uh, <laughs> or Tennessee, or Indiana, those. or Michigan, think... or Wisconsin, all 75 of our listeners. If you're watching, you can get some some real cheap if you're up in the New England way. Not even run I some I think the
1: NADDOC might run them. I don't know. I've, uh, that's the closest place I could find them. Jesse's going to be running them on the street pretty soon, because so. he's got to use them somehow. But yeah, nothing's really happening. I decided to start filming YouTube videos again, because I was bored, and went to Jesse's shop to fix my New Hampshire motor that's in his car, and uh, I figured out that the sealant on the head bolts wasn't adequate enough for temperature, and it started leaking water down into the oil galley and getting a water in the oil. So it's not a head gasket because it's not overheating and it's not coming out the exhaust, but... Oh, yeah. I so I sure. went and uh, re-gooped all those with high-temp silicone and retorked everything and That was a pain in the balls, but hopefully it's going to fix the problem. That's the only real other news I got going on, except for liberating old engines and transmissions from his shop to mock up my other car, which I don't know what I'm going to do with still. So other than that, I got absolutely nothing going on. So um, I did talk to uh, last week. I made a dumb comment. Uh, about a tweet Paul Root put out and I actually reached out to him because I'm like, that was kind of... You dumb comment? No. I make dumb comments all the time, but usually I don't have to reach out to somebody because I felt that dumb about it. Um, so I reached out to him and he said, ah, don't worry about it. Just he, he added some context to it and it was like, you know, I, I appreciate it when you guys are critical or when you guys praise. So it's like, just keeps us level and et cetera. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, we just had a nice conversation. Uh, he all never... Those good people. Yeah, they're fine. I mean, it, it was, he was—he was cool about it. He wasn't mad or anything. He's like, "Yeah, I get it. It's all, it's all entertainment. It's funny." So I'm like, "Okay, that's you know, that's all good. I didn't mean anything by it. It was just to be stupid." Um, I just want to
0: say one thing as well respected members of the motor racing media. We're not media. Yes, we are. No, we're not. And anyway, yes, we are. When we when we say we we do critical, um, you know.
1: Sound bites. Sound criticize. bites.
0: Yeah, it, it's not, it's, it's, you know, it's one of those uh, constructive criticism things. Yeah, we it's, don't, we, it, it's meant out of love.
1: We don't actively. It comes
0: from love. Do you understand the difference? If it comes from love, we love Stafford, we love Thompson, we love Waterford, we love Seacon. I love Lime Rock. I've never been there. But we I, love the trucks. I love the trucks. We love all of Brent it. Brent loves many stocks sometimes yes i love watching them so it comes from love so even though we say sometimes you know things that you may not like to hear or some bad fallings that you may, some failings from your own inner psyche or whatever it's because we love you it Uh, comes
1: from the fart i mean the heart usually everything we say comes from the fart heart and farts yeah but it's
2: true I actually had a uh, pretty good conversation with Scott Tapley too uh, prior to the Stafford race on Friday regarding the spotter stuff um probably shouldn't put it on the record but uh he it, it was it was a good little conversation
1: plow through no one's listening well anyway. here's the here's the thing I saw him I saw him post something but I didn't hear a definite position from 75
0: him, so. youtube bots listen
2: every week so go ahead <laughs>
1: yeah no he he basically said
2: you know, he was the one that introduced spotters at uh, Waterford and at Thompson. And, and, you know, he's he's on the side of having spotters. But at the same time, spotters not going to save the race car all the time. Yeah. No, so, but it no, does some of the
0: time. And I'm, you know something? I'm really glad that he's on the interest of safety. Because yeah. that's what it really is about. It's Here's about safety,
1: in, not driving the race car. Hang on a second. Here's the thing. Everybody who listens to us who wants to discount our opinion on this always says spotters aren't going to save the car no shit they're not going to save the car we already knew that but what they're going to do is there's going to be a couple little instances where they are very valuable ask sammy anderson that ask a bunch of these guys who have wadded up race cars that they would have saved their race cars if they had one that that was
2: kind of the thing that i said too is like he he sent me a video clip that clearly shows them going over the the scanner as the yellow is thrown thrown, telling them, okay, yellow, 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 whatever. I don't know about you guys, but when I had a receiver in, I never paid attention to it. I just tuned it out. Sometimes I can't hear. Ninety percent of the information, yeah. You, sometimes you can't even hear it. Ninety percent of the information, you, it doesn't pertain to you. So you get to a point where you're just not paying attention. Whereas. Now for me, with a spotter racing at New Smyrna or wherever, I have that in my head because I have that constant car high, car low, whatever. And it's someone that I know, that I trust, that's actually I know is communicating with me. And that's, I think, what is more important. But, I'm, I mean, actually, it's the he, Roots he, Playground. That's what they want to do,
0: so I respect that. You know something? I mean, it depends on also, like, the race director, how loud he talks into to the mic. I mean, half the time, when I was racing up at Thompson with Chris Williams in the mic, I couldn't hear a damn thing he said. Unless
1: he was swearing
0: at uh, somebody. I, I mean, he was mumbling. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of Sorry. it was very quiet. And it kind of depends. Sometimes the ray equipment's different, too. You know, and I get it. It's not their fault. Oh, no. um, it, it depends, happens. but when I was when that change was happened, you know, for some reason I could hear Tapley better than I could hear Chris. You know, no. Tapley's defense, always been, pretty, pretty can...
2: clear and concise on the radio too. Yeah, so
0: I... I had to pay attention more to where I was and more of my surroundings, you know, than I could listening to somebody, so that I couldn't hear. So I, but, I if, know it, that... but if it's a spotter, a spotter is going to be. If you have a spotter, it's going to be. On his, you're going to test that information out. You're
1: going to be able to hear them. I just matter what. I know that uh, when I race, I have a really good set of earbuds, and I crank my scanner up, and I can. I usually can pay attention pretty well. So if they throw yellow, I can hear it. But some people don't. You know, some people are so in tune with what they're seeing out the windshield that they don't. They don't hear it, or they can't hear it. So. But it's about their equipment. Right. Your,
0: you can have a control with your equipment. You can't always
1: control everybody else's equipment. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different, so it's – it's it's I don't know. But, I mean, I had a, I had a – we're on the topic. I might as well go with it. Um, I saw a bunch of people um, coming out saying, oh, well, you see this race? It was pretty clean. We don't need spotters. was a good race. It was a good race. It was nice and clean. I'm like, oh, okay, so one clean race negates the argument? I mean, that's just kind of stupid. Um, it does not remove the fact that it's still pretty necessary. Think about these facts, okay? I was looking at the stats. SK lights are a second and three quarters faster than a late model. Late models have spotters. SK lights don't. Mm -hmm. They're only about a half second to six, seven tenths, you know, five to seven tenths slower than an SK. That's not far off. Um, I mean, count this year. I want everybody to just pay attention. Count this year how many times somebody gets wrecked because of something that they could have been warned about, or they just didn't hear over the radio, or something they could have been paying attention to, that they didn't get that info, um, because there's definitely cars missing last Friday night who could have been there, who absolutely were not there because of it. Um, also, um, I kind of find it funny that the people who think everything is fine because they don't have them, they don't own the cars, and they don't race them either.
0: Oh, I have a question. Go I have ahead. a question, I have a question, I have a question.
1: I'm leaving, Which is I'm worse? leaving race control out of that equation. Yeah. That's not Which true. is worse?
0: Mirror driving in a car that you could barely see out of or having a spotter kind of be your mirror for you?
1: A uh, spotter will give you a little bit clearer instruction because they'll actually see if you're clear or not instead of you just driving in hoping you're clear. <laughs> so, like, oh, crap, someone's coming. I mean, how many coming. times
0: have you seen somebody on the outside... Not be able to see the guy on the inside that's there and then come down on him going into turn one and
1: then spin it out and cause some kind of wreck. You saw the wreck at Oswego this weekend with the, super, with the 350 Super Modified. I think a lot of people did. I'm oh pretty gosh. sure that went viral, but we were watching Ooh. it live on Flow Racing. Ooh. Um Yeah. Guy was obviously to the outside of another car. Other car not looking to the right because the track is basically egg-shaped, so they're kind of looking left the whole time. Mm -hmm. Cars are very loud, hard to hear. Feigns to the right to get a better line going into the corner, Mm -hmm. drives the guy up, he slams into the wall, rips the whole right side of the car off, rips the wing off. He's on his side sliding into turn three, hits the safer barrier foam block thingies. All the recycled McDonald's containers from the 80s. Right, and he's on his lid, and he can't get out. Now, if there was a spotter, they would have said car high, and that would have been the end of it. But since they weren't looking to the right, because I don't know why, to be fair, but, I mean, if you're paying attention to your line, you're not looking around How many you.
0: guys want to go to the outside on And I don't wiggle, even think that those you know? things
1: have mirrors half the time. I don't even know. but no. Somebody could have said, no, hey, by that. the way, car high, and it would have prevented that. Um, yeah, obviously, they're not going to prevent all crashes. We know this. You know? That's not what we're saying. No. That stop thinking that's what we're saying. They prevent some, and any that you can prevent yeah, is good because these cars are going so fast, like I just mentioned, that they are going to wreck a lot of equipment and it's not going to be good. Again, there's cars still sitting at home destroyed that could not that would possibly be there. Yeah, um, I think
2: that 16 is just done.
1: Again, I find it kind of interesting that the racers agree with us, mm-hmm. and the people who understand racing agree with us, but the people who don't own cars don't agree with us, and they, well, don't, think they don't race cars either.
2: Not not to twist what Scott said, I think he agrees with the fact that spotters are a
1: value. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not mentioning him in this at all. He's not part of my okay. conversation. I'm not talking yeah, about no, him I mean, at all.
2: Scott definitely made it clear that he 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 sees value in spotters, but. I guess his point was the narrative that Stafford wrecks more than anywhere else is false. I mean he no we're not a bunch saying facts that's crazy. We're not
1: saying that at all. Stafford does not wreck a lot at all. Stafford actually no, wrecks far less than some tracks.
2: I don't know. I mean, I just think
1: it's just
0: average, you know, racetracks are all the same across the board. Yeah. I don't think it doesn't matter what shape size.
1: I don't think we said that at all. I don't think we said that Stafford Brown more than anywhere else. I'm just saying ridiculous. Yeah. I just don't, I, I I don't like the fact that there's people out there that think that taking away mirrors or taking away spotters or taking away things from drivers is going to make the racing better because you're trying to force them into being more respectful. You can't see out of the car To clear yourself. Mm -hmm. How the hell are you? That's why they had spotters to begin with. I mean, why the cars? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Phil.
2: No, I was going to say, those cars have a really awkward rear bumper, too, that kind of sucks in. So you don't even know where the rear bumper is.
1: Yeah. And Jesse, you had the chance to race a late model in 2006. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Could you see out of a late model? Just, Just in the very back, I could tell who it was.
0: That's all yeah, you could. D- directly tell Directly behind you, but you couldn't was. see left or right, could no, you? No, forget it. No. You, even with a no, little spot mirror, forget it. Nah, that's I, how
2: my car is. There's yeah.
0: no way.
1: I mean in, you in a, see a you guys can't see out see. of it at
2: all. Even with a rearview mirror. No, I I mean, you guys can't see.
1: In a mini stocker sportsman, we don't need them. We can see. I can see all the way around me because the roof height is tall. My Mustang, I could see everything. Roof height was tall, everything. I could turn I my head with the Hans. Yeah, I could turn my head. I could look. No problem. Street stock sportsman. Mm-hmm. You start getting into cars with a much more enclosed cabin and a much higher deck, like a modified or a late model. It's more claustrophobic. It's yeah. a lot more tight you can't see out of them and you know That's why, why they run them
0: and you know why Stafford had a good race in the SKs and the SK lights
1: or whatever cuz they didn't want to be what they happened to them last <laughs> week
0: because Stafford attracts a really high qual uh, caliber drivers I mean they really do have some really good drivers and if and not they that don't, they don't get into wrecks because they they're really good drivers and I know Stafford's a premier place to drive and race. People want to go there.
1: I know they didn't it's have a great a, place. I know they didn't have a driver's meeting to remind them of that. I just know that those guys saw what happened the week before and was like, "I don't want that to happen to me." No." So they all had that in the back of their mind. At least they were all intelligent enough to say, "Okay, we're going to have to mind our ps and Qs here."
0: No, the competition and 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 the level quality of drivers up at Stafford really really high but does that negate the fact
1: that they probably could use them no no the,
2: the way i look at it is beginner divisions like mini stocks and street stocks should have no spotters no Make we don't need to learn awareness if no. if if the 45 car that that week and sammy anderson were street stocks that wreck would have never been anyway he she would have run into the back of him probably would have spun him out and that would have been it
1: yeah, hit them in the right uh, rear and spun them out.
2: SK lights, I don't care what you fucking say, they are not a beginner division. They're beginner modified division, but mm-hmm. they're not a beginner division.
0: We
1: agree with that. Yeah. That's a decent so, stepping stone to an SK or a Tor mod, but mm-hmm. they're not a beginner division. Okay? A, beginner division a beginner division would be a go kart. Then you get into some kind of a fender car, be it a, you know, mini stocker, sportsman, or legend street or legend, or whatever. Those are decent beginner divisions or guys like us who can't afford to move up. Um, and then you've got the upper tiers. Cars that you... The, the harder it is to see out of your car, <laughs> the yep. higher up the tier you go. <laughs> yep. So let's just put it that way. All right. The
2: faster you go, the harder it is.
1: Right. I mean, I would love to try a modified, but, you know... I got that money one oh, super too oh super the, the supers at uh, Oswego look like a hell of a lot of fun
2: supers anywhere are awesome
1: yeah they look like fun especially the three fifty supers with the small tire and stuff with no wing that looks like fun there's Bobby a bunch of I
2: don't know if you know him he he races those three fifty supers Who's and that? and the big boy supers now what's the name but Bobby Timmons. I heard of him he He's pretty good in them, I guess, up at Star and Lee and all that. And they he said they're absolutely a
1: blast on the small tire and no motor. They're just fun. It seems like a lot of fun. You know, we're, we're at Stafford. We might as well go into the results and give those guys a little bit of credit. Maybe we'll have something to talk about there.
0: Yeah, we were watching on Flow again. Yeah. Once again.
1: Yes, I sir. Again, we all, actually all three of us. Have our own now full own account. our own accounts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we kept kicking Jesse off of his when we were stealing <laughs> was trying it. to
0: share. We're He's already. trying to be a communist. You know, where's my Russian? Me- <laughs> yeah, you
2: to gotta hit. Yeah, I'm waiting I, for I, Jesse I to pick up the Russian. Yeah, it'll get
1: flagged again. Yeah, well, it's already getting flagged. We got two copyrighted, or whatever. Oh, Bruins scored. Um, anyway, uh, Stafford results. Limited limited late, limited late models. Matt Clement picked up a win. I know a few weeks ago or last week or whatever, he was leading and broke or something. So he's had a rough couple races, but I guess he finally put one together and it stayed together. And I, I hate that when you have a race or two that goes where it's like something stupid breaks or something, something un you know, unknown is a problem. And it's like, it just ruins your night. Like I had, I think two races in a row where I think I lost a coil and then I lost a pickup. Like the distributor went bad in two different places. Like that, I just hate that stuff. Who, uh, you see, who was it in me that to race drink.
2: that uh, spun himself across someone's nose and then got mad at him?
1: Oh, Jesse, would you say that drives you to drink? Yeah, that was hilarious. I was cracking up at that one. Oh my God, what is that thing?
2: Hold on,
0: forty ounces of freedom.
1: Oh, is R.J. Serdell. Oh, was that him?
2: Yeah, he. he the, the, what was it, the 95 of the other Clement, Jay Clement, I guess he was inside, probably up to his door almost, and Serdell just turned left. And where's, I don't...
1: Where's your notes, Jess? I
0: don't have
2: them I mean, elbows. in, in Serdell's defense, I think Jay Clement was on such a, a low line on entry, he may not have seen him. But
1: yeah, but if you're if you're the guy who turns across somebody who's at your door... And you spin out and wreck because you turned down into somebody? It's your own damn fault. I'm sorry. It when just you is. spin
2: like that, if you are if you have awareness, and as long as RJ, and I like RJ, I've never really talked to him, but he seems like a nice guy, and he's a pretty decent driver. But in my experience, when you get hit in the door, you know you got hit in the door. When you got hit in the tail, you know you got hit in the tail. Yeah. And if someone's all the way up to the door, that's kind of your fault.
1: Yeah, especially when you watch the replay on Flow which you can watch if you're a customer absolutely uh, you can go back and watch the replay so feel free to do that guy uh, let's see late models <laughs> Tom Fern finally makes it back to I'd say finally but it's like you know some guys could wish they could win as much as this guy has if he Grandpa had a ba- finally won again if he had one bad year well boo-hoo I mean <laughs> he's won so much in the last few years <laughs> that anybody would be begging for those statistics I mean, but yeah he picked up that win and uh, he didn't waste no damn time getting to the front. He just put the bumper straight to the back of uh, Paul uh, Varecchio, I believe. Just got to him and boop, left rear, get out of the way, and just drove by. He didn't screw around at all. He's just—I can see the frustration. It, it goes.
0: It goes to show you that no matter how great you are, and how many wins you've had, even in the year previous, you never know when your next win's ever going to be. Oh, absolutely. You, well, you and to be
2: fair, know. he he should have won a race last year, but his own cousin knocked him out of the way for the win. Yeah, this this is true.
1: Yeah. Hey, that's racing, man. Hey. Yep. <laughs>
2: yeah, hey, it happens. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Mm-hmm. That's
1: true. That is fair. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. I for, I wish I'd written more detailed notes the on some of these races, races but that's OB1 okay. For I am the master. Yeah, that's fair. SK lights. Went pretty clean. I think there was one little fracas off four that collected a few cars. Um, Otherwise, it wasn't too bad. It was one of those chain reaction deals, so I don't think a spotter would have helped in that situation. But it still doesn't negate the fact that they need them. Um, Brian Sullivan won. Uh, He was the champion last year, I believe, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. And uh, I wanted to kick him in the ass. (laughs) I'm like, Why? I'm like, bro. Put the car on the bottom. I don't care if it handles there. You could at least protect, man. <laughs> Stop leaving, oh, he was lane leaving open. that door wide open. <laughs> but luckily, uh, I forget the last name of the kid who finished second. There's two of them or three of them. I forget how many kids there are. Um, oh, that was a uh, Chapman. Oh, one of the Chapmans. Like, I can't forget. I don't Forty-one remember. Chapman. I don't remember which one it is. I'm sorry. There's there's so many of them. There's a swarm of Chapmans and SK lights. Um, that was Tyler Chapman. Okay, well I got to give that kid a lot of credit because he oh, thank you for the results. He <laughs> didn't um, he didn't use Brian up, you know no, he, he didn't he did just a good drive job. in there and slam him. He tried to get by him like a man and couldn't get it done. Oh well, that stinks. move on. he'll you get it next time. He'll get him yeah, next time. He yeah he will too. Very good drive. Has anybody else noticed that the grip level at Stafford looks a little wonky? It just doesn't look the same as it used to. Is that, does, that, does that say anything? I wonder if they're spraying. I wonder if they are too. That's kind of weird, um, because the top seems like it either has grip or doesn't, and then the apron or bottom seems to have grip or it doesn't. I and don't know if your if your car is weird. tight and
0: the stagger is is getting rid of it. You know, if you're losing mm-hmm. the stagger, the top you can come off really hard on the top.
2: No, it's it almost seems like different. You know, it seems like they sprayed the apron, left the the bottom groove open and sprayed the top
0: maybe it was tick mike just spraying the infield for stuff
2: oh and it's i just, don't know it's weeping David Aroo teases on facebook or twitter at least once a year that he's gonna go get out the sprayer
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to bet they have been and just not telling anybody
2: hey, if it makes a better show so be it i mean it, if it I makes i don't anything. even care if
1: it makes the show better if it makes the show more interesting that's who yeah. cares that's better in my opinion. I just but want anyway. to talk about. That's fine. I just they, to...
2: When I raced there in 2017, I, I believe they had sprayed the top. And it, it's a lot of fun to roll the top there.
1: I just figured it would be a, a nice rumor we could start that doesn't hurt anybody for once. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um SK's, we're not assholes. We're not that big. Uh, anyway. SKs. Keith Rocco picked up that win. Uh, he's been really stout. His car's. The ones that he's built and the ones that he drives are fairly yeah. stout. I mean, you don't Tyler, get into
0: a one-on-one dogfight with Keith Rocco and come out, you know, the victor very often.
1: I think Freddie Kraft actually said that on Twitter. He he said yeah. something along that. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, he's
2: just a magician. Watching him line search and find a way around Copsick was so much fun. I
0: mean, Copsick really tried hard, and he really gave it a good shot really toxic's
2: dope. a fantastic driver yes, too. I he's, love watching yep. that
1: he's coming along very well not only as a driver but as a crew chief so he's figuring shit out real quick yeah. so it's going to be very interesting give it a couple years and see where he is and let's see how it goes because i guarantee I think he will be in a tour mod it i think he'd be wasting his time in one uh but because i think he'd be better off at these sks at stafford for a while um just because i think he could learn so much more uh, anyway, I, yeah, Keith Rocco. Tyler Hines, I think, finished fourth. We're going to keep shouting him out. Um, yep, Todd Owen was third. Yep. So Tyler Hines, is I, he's got to be the, the point leader by a good amount now. Mikey Flynn was fifth. Yeah, he had a good run. That's he a was pretty stout. Pretty good run. He was hanging in there really well. And
2: Brian Narducci led a pretty damn good amount of that race before he ended up spinning
1: out. Brian was – the definition of the turd that wouldn't flush he just kept coming back yeah
2: he <laughs> kept fighting back i was impressed
1: i you know i mean i've had my issues with the kid but he can drive he just kept coming back i'm like geez there he is again oh he got passed yeah. no he's back right. and he got passed Oh, well, he's back it's like where the hell do you keep coming from but yeah just don't give up i guess and just washington keep scored yeah i guess so oh well anyway um lame go yep. washington fuck washington Anyway, I um, should be rooting for Tampa Bay or
0: the Florida Panthers.
1: Yeah, you fucking tag along. Anyway, um, <laughs> go Bucks. Who? Um, street Stocks. Frank Latoile put that thing back in victory lane. Uh, had he won he, yet this year? He'd been no. He, he'd he been close. Got right? knocked out of the way by Meyer. Oh, after wasn't that that late race restart, or was it uh, late in the yeah. race? They were all just kind of grouped together, and yeah. Okay, so he's been leading and he's been up at the front pretty much every race. Frank
0: Latois, that's, his, that's French for the three. No, Latois. Can, can, Le,
1: no it's Latois with an L. No. Can
2: we really quick talk about Buckler calling him Latois? Latois. And just royally butchering his name every time? That's because
0: he doesn't want to say that it's Latois and Latois is French for three.
1: No, it's Latois. I twa. thought Latois and was
0: French for the Toit. Not toit, toit.
1: No, because it, he's the third. It's not T R O I. It's E T O I L E. It's there's an L in there. There's it's, it's Letoile. The le French va.
0: cannot have homonyms. It's, it's not allowed. Letoile. We saved them from the Germans, but and they it, give us homonyms? their thanks from for confusing us.
1: The no. French have never won anything. But you got to give this. Yes, guy he credit. did. The cause... French just won a street stock race. Well, uh, he did, but not the French <laughs> army. The French oh. army's terrible. No,
2: he yes. is the French army.
0: He is. Can we just call him the French Army from now on? He's the tank division because he got it done.
1: He's the only one that's successful, of the French?
2: Yes. I already can see that this year that division is going to come down to Frankie and Chris Meyer. Both Travis Hydar may have something to
1: say about it in the later half of the year. Yeah, if these guys screw up, Travis is going to be there.
2: Hydar I love Hydar, He's a great driver, but he's so hit and miss. He'll have one good race and then he'll plant it in the wall off someone's nose.
1: Well, here's the thing. He's got Ernie LaRose tootling him on you know, on everything. Car set oh, up, yeah. driving, the guy's a mentor to him. So you don't ignore a guy like that. So if he's smart, he'll pay attention and listen to every single thing that man has to say. Right. And he will. He just improve. needs
2: to calm it down a tick.
1: Well, he's young. You've got to give him a little bit of yeah. the well, young He's things. not the guy that bonds would at three wide. and <laughs> No, he's not. He's definitely not. Yeah. Though, again, that was... Experience versus experience versus. Who was that guy? Agent of bond? Exuberance. <laughs> Who was it that, that
0: that had a bad restart and or or jumped the restart and, and oh, made it three wide?
1: Christ! In that race, yeah. Who was it? The thirty-seven car. He jumped the restart and went three wide dude, and took out somebody else. Dude,
0: he tried to make. Oh yeah,
2: it, Maka.
0: He tried to make David it Maka. sexy. He tried to make it sexy, and he really didn't make it work.
2: And then oh, he oh spun the guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then the guy got looped out,
0: right? Yeah, he almost wrecked the guy in front of him right before the caution, too. And
1: then he got—I believe—he got thrown out for not only jumping the restart but also knocking someone out. So I think he went to the infield. I mean,
0: he was just trying to make it sexy. Hold on.
1: You got to turn the volume up, there, broski. Oh, I've really ruined this. That's a pop. That's a pop.
2: That's a pop. Make it sexy, okay? It has
0: to be sexy, otherwise you don't eat, okay? You got to make it
1: sexy. Hips
0: and nips. Otherwise, I'm not eating. Yeah. What? Oh, man. Make it fucking sexy.
1: Poor... What the hell's his name? Rickety Cricket. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Cricket. Should have stayed in the monastery there, Cricket. Anyway. um, That was a monastery. It was a priest. Sorry. Whatever. It's all religion to me. Anyway. Open modified race. I fell asleep. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Same It here. was a little late. I had to work the next day. It was still a good
0: race, though. I saw that race.
1: It's not that I didn't want to watch. It's just that I had to go to bed because I'm an old man and I have to be up at, like, 6 a.m. It was
0: down to, uh, you know, Mikey Christopher, Ryan Priest, and uh, the nine car, uh, Chase Dowling. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys had to... Uh, Chase had something happen to him mechanically, I think, and he ended up pulling off. Mm, that's but, unfortunate. Uh, yeah. But Mike Christopher was super strong just lights that's, out I guess huh Jeez. you know another another yeah he's had a really good two weeks you know that's yeah really I know he picked up a, for him
1: picked up an SK mod win mm-hmm. picked up the open mod win guys rolling right now so
2: Mikey's a good shoe he's yeah a good kid yeah
1: very much yeah, good so kid all around too very much so all right I just got to figure. oh um let's see let's go into this real quick you guys hear that uh, Derek Griffith was picked number one at the Speed Fifty One Short Track Draft? That's kind yep. of uh, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's been winning a lot of big
2: races, though.
1: He has. He's been putting his name out there, especially even f- it's you know it's really kind of hard for New Englanders to kind of get the level of attention that guys down south get. So it's oh, like absolutely. we have to like go down south and race against these same people in order to get that attention and he goes down south and he can qualify for these big races and he does pretty well and even wins a few of them. So it's like, well, travel for us is kind of sucky up here, you know, and it's just, it's a really interesting validation for those guys to get that. Um, I actually have the only
2: thing I don't like about being down here is that everybody goes and looks at the Northerners and they're like, Oh, fuck the Yankees. We don't care about them. We don't care what they do.
1: Yeah. And then we get picked number one at the short track draft. Thank you, Derek. And then people say that he sucks. Right, except he went down to Florida and kicked everyone's ass at Speedweeks. Yep. Um, and yeah. every and every time the Northern Modifieds raced against the Southern Modifieds, they absolutely wiped the floor with them. But we'll, we'll gloss over that. Do we have to yeah. burn Atlanta to the ground again? Is that what's going to have to happen? You know what I heard somebody say? They said all those major highways in Atlanta should be called Sherman's Highway because they lost and we should rename it for them. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because we marched right the fuck through there. Shut the hell up, South. The only draw you have is it's warm, okay, and you have better taxes. But we'll gloss over that. Cost of living. Yes, that's a lot lower. So we'll just gloss over that. This is America down here, though. Yeah, I get that. But you have a good governor for once. And if we had a good governor, which will never happen again as long as we live, because nobody learns their lessons here, then we would be in the same hands. But we're not. Uh, I have some past winners and some interesting names to go through of that Speed Fifty One short track draft. Uh, the first few names I'll, na- I'll name off, uh, 2020 was Sam Mayer, then Chandler Smith the year before, Harrison Burton, Todd Gilliland, Ty Majewski, Christopher Bell, and then Daniel Hemrick in 2014. All those guys are still racing, I'd say, upper tier NASCAR or, or you know racing, right? I'd say pretty much all yeah. of them, right?
2: Calling it now Derek Griffith
1: to JGR. To who? JGR. Joe Gibbs Racing. I thought you said JTG, and I'm like, yeah, it's not outside the realm of possibility. <laughs> well, I mean, if he wants to suck. I mean, that's, I forget it. We'll as go as long as he's as not
0: as well. a Toyota um, development driver, that would be fine.
1: Yeah, they pick up like 50 Don't development drivers and to have Toyota. like four or five spots to put them in. So, yeah.
0: I mean, you go to Toyota to have your career die. Forget that. Mm-hmm, no, they've ruined much. so many.
1: You got to go to Chevy or Ford. That yep. way you'll have someone to go to. Yeah. No, um, just, then we get to a... we get to 2013. Kyle Benjamin. I haven't heard that name in a little while. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he's doing. I didn't Google him either. Uh, 2012 was Bubba Pollard, which we all know what he's still doing. He's still short track racing and kicking in, ass. Right? Yep, yeah, still kicking ass. I think that's by choice, though. I think so too. To be fair, well, I think he might make better money doing it instead of trying to race like. NASCAR. Well, well, we
0: all know that they don't race Cup based on talent, but based on how much money you bring to the table. It's more about the entertainment value. Bubba Pollard is. Why, the, yeah, why Bubba Pollard or Steve and Nassi aren't in, in anywhere up there? You know, is
1: beyond anybody. Bubba Pollard is the Keith Rocco of the South. True. I yeah. just make that That's equation. That's fair. I'd probably make That's that fair. equation. So, um, then we got 2011 Ross Kenseth. Um, he's probably still racing Midwest somewhere. You know, short tracking. He he actually didn't race for a while. I think he took some time off for like family, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 20. Oh, by the way, uh, fun fact uh, everybody remembers Matt Kenseth. Uh, Matt Kenseth is actually a grandfather. So that's fun to. That's a fun fact. Um, 2010, Chase Elliott was a Speed 51 number one draft pick. That was a while ago. Holy crap. That was 11 years ago. Uh, What's the kid like 15 now? I mean, (laughs) got him straight out of go karts. Uh, 2009 Brian Eichler I don't know what he's doing 2008 Matt Hawkins 2007 Brian Lawler 2006 Jason Hogan 2005 Charlie Bradbury and 2004 Ryan Moore all those names I have no fucking clue what happened to them or whatever they're doing
2: well Ryan Moore is still raising super late models
1: yeah he's still doing the same thing he's doing but with a less well I don't think he's doing as much as he used to probably it seems like he's scaled back a lot yeah, I think you just,
2: well, him and Kelly are both running the past tour, I believe.
1: All right. And that, in that tour, talk about a tour that's got a lot of competition in it now. Holy shit. Past yeah. tour's got a lot in it now. So there's uh, going back to 2004, the list of Speed 51 uh, short track draft number one picks. And uh, yeah, Derek Griffiths in some pretty interesting territory here. So that, we'll see what happens. Uh, I know he's been getting his feet wet with, uh, Different K&N and ARCA rides. I know they're basically the same thing, but uh, it'd be interesting to see if he can put something together to keep moving forward and see if a guy who used to race a uh, four-wheel drive Honda or whatever can make it back up to the big leagues. So we'll see. That'd be an interesting thing. All right, so I'll move on with this. the regular uh, local results. I'll go to Waterford, I think. Because Waterford, again, we, we talked about them all last week, about, you know, different experiences we had there. And we, again, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen last week. Uh, there's a different experience that I'll add in towards the end and some surprise winners that uh, we really got to mention. Um, first off, SK Lights, Buddy Charette, finally wins his first race in a modified. I know he'd been dabbling with that for a long time, either SKs or SK Lights, He's got himself a nice car. Uh, he's been close at Thompson. He's been close at Waterford. Finally got it done at Waterford. Picked up his first SK Light win. So congrats to Buddy. Uh, nice run. I wish I'd seen it. But uh, I wasn't going to pay 22 bucks to get in the front gate. And they don't have streaming service that I would have paid for. So uh, after that, our old friend ked cassidy jr and i say old friend because literally kenny and i grew up in the same town and in the same grade as each other and we've known each other our whole life so hi. kenny won the truck race Speed bowl truck race oh producer jr has made a uh show or a uh appearance in the uh studio hi,
2: hi boy you want to uh shout out emma monahan finishing second
1: I would but I didn't look at the rundown <laughs> I'm sorry
2: <laughs> there's Dude, no looks like she I mean I'm looking at it now looks like she had a pretty good uh run and she actually had uh faster lap during the race and Kenny which is I'm glad I mean, some
1: trucks are all really really close I'm just glad that some of us were paying attention because I just kind of looked at who won and I'm wait like up, wait, okay I'll add this to my list <laughs> and we didn't we had yeah, there's no uh <laughs> streaming service like big boy tracks are doing now so yeah. Uh yeah, so if she got a second, that's really good because she's really been picking it up quick. I've been paying attention to that. Um Yeah, she's she looks good out there. I noticed that Manadnock she was doing pretty well. Thompson she was doing pretty well. New Hampshire, that's a wild card race. Who the hell knows? You know, yeah. that's that's any just, who knows? I mean
2: I mean you got guys that win that race up there with seventeen extra horsepower and a cheated up crate motor. So I mean, yeah.
1: Jason Ferrara could win at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, so it's a wild card. Oh. Uh <laughs> I hope he listens. He won't anymore now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, legends. Stupid crate motors <laughs> ruin everything. No, they don't. They're the savior of short track racing.
2: Yeah, I knew
1: this was
0: coming. I can't turn it down. You're turning
1: down the wrong one.
0: What happened? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That
1: was scary.
2: Jesse uh,
1: we have to like do a complete sound check again because we Jesse, are a nightmare. Jesse I am a nightmare. <laughs> 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 uh. We Thank
0: don't you. need a sound check. We're fine. Except I'm fine.
1: Oh, this is on the fly here, people.
2: No, I'm not drunk.
1: There's nothing I'm here. Trying. Anyway. That was uh, just
2: a bottle of water.
1: Anyway, um, so Johnny O'Sullivan won the Legends car race. I believe that had seven cars in it. Um, yep. I don't even want to know what's happening with the monitor over here. <laughs> Pardon me. Ow. Again, Producer Junior has made his second appearance. Um, late models. I noticed a few cars missing. And uh,
0: Brent, we are kind of screwed
1: up here. Yeah, I know, because you changed every single setting instead of the right one. Um, I think I got it. I anyway. I don't have it. Uh, what, what is happening over here? Anyway, I'm sure all the people at home are going to be like, "I don't Something know what is going happened. on here." Anyway, got it fixed yet? Anyway, Jason yeah. Palmer won the late model race again. I, I think there was a few people missing uh, that race from last week. My I don't phone? know why. I noticed a pretty yeah. good uh, count at Seacock <sighs> that night. Conk well, had about. I'd say close to twenty cars. Um, Tommy Silva picked up his first win at Waterford since the two thousand and two finale, and he was in a sportsman car when he won that race. That's nineteen years in between wins. That is a long time, and just just at the speed bowl, though. Just at the speed bowl, he's won at Thompson. He's you know won at other places, but. It's been 19 years since Tommy won at the Speed Bowl. I'm sorry, Again, but if you have a
0: run in between 19 years, the guy's an institution. The guy is awesome.
1: Yeah, he's an institution at the Speed Bowl. He's been there yeah. forever. Um, he is cool, man. Humble beginnings. and You could
0: do that from be- in 19 years. My hat's mm-hmm. off to him. guy's yeah, just, awesome.
1: just a hard racer, man. Mm-hmm. Just a hard so racer. Now, what was that?
2: I said it just shows you never give up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, street Stock Race was a pretty emotional win. Um, Aaron Plemons picked up his first career win. Last year, 2020, he lost his brother. I think it was Brandon Jr. Um, tragic, really really unexpected death. Um, just to see those guys back in victory lane anywhere is really cool to see.
0: Um, and we called it really. Also, last year we said it's only a matter of time be- before Aaron wins a race. The guy's super talented. It really is. He he's got car control quick. beyond his years. He's got controlled aggression. He's picked it up. He very doesn't. Quick he doesn't too. go in over his head, and he's done it in a very small amount of time.
1: Yeah, like I said, Emma Monahan picked it up quick. This kid picks it up quick. I mean, they, they just learn, and they have good people behind them who have just eons of experience to teach them the, you know, how to do this and to pick it up fast. You know, you learn, you learn from the, the mistakes of your fathers and, and et cetera. And that, you know, it speeds wisdom and that's how these kids are getting to victory lane or even having good runs just so quickly. So I know that was a super emotional victory lane for those guys and, uh, deservedly so. And, uh, I forgot. I was going to talk about something else there, but I forgot what else I was going to say. I didn't. Get, I wish I could have seen that race, um, but I know I forget who it was. Uh, you know what? I'm just kind of floundering here because I'm just kind of drawing a blank. I wanted to talk about something, and it escaped me, but that's okay. That happens. Uh, this this recap, you know, it's funny, is actually going longer than their entire race program probably did because SK Modifieds, Joey Gaeta, picks up a win and he started by what i could see on my laps because again i didn't see the race he started fairly deep it said he started ninth you can't trust that i have no idea where he started um but i remember watching the first week his car was quite impressive he and adam they're both pretty impressive uh they were they found some speed that they'd never had before and uh i don't know what they fixed on their program but whatever they did it worked and Joey ran to the front, picked up a win, and as far as I can tell, it stood because I don't see any tech bulletins here.
2: It, it just goes to show, too, that the, the homegrown grassroots racers can still compete with the, Which one is the, is his? the Keith Rocko's.
1: I'm sorry, you're going to have to repeat that because Jesse can you fucked please up repeat the levels.
0: That? Damn it, Jesse. I'm sorry about that.
2: No, I said it just goes to show that the, the homegrown grassroots racers like the Gata family can still compete with the Keith Rocco's and uh, Kyle James and Todd Owen and those guys.
1: Should I name the person who wrote the um, comment of the? You know, should I bring back the comment of the week segment? Maybe. Do I want to name this person by name? Because I know Absolutely. I'll get. I know what's that? Absolutely. Because I know that I'll get shit for it. But you know what? Greater Judgment's telling me that I've made enough Do enemies it. is that I've made enough enemies in the last few weeks. But somebody commented on I think it was Race Day CT's Facebook page that said something about the Gatas being hypocrites because they said that as long as Bruce Beamer on the track, that they wouldn't come back and uh he now he's winning races. And it's like, well, what are they? Hypocrites or did hell freeze or whatever the fuck he said. I don't even know what the hell he said. But I'm like Bro, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, seriously, why do we need to hear your stupid fucking opinion? Stupid. Like, seriously. Like, w- why was your comment necessary? Stupid. Oh, hooray. Oh, yeah, way back in the day, they said that they wouldn't. Well, way back in the day it was a few years ago. Uh, oh, yeah, they said that they wouldn't come back as long as Beamer owned it. Well, yeah, um, they also don't have anywhere else to race. And a whole lot of other people also said that, but you don't call any of them out either. You're just a fucking mouthpiece. Shut up. You know what I shut mean? Shut up! It's wow. your boy uh skinny penis. <laughs> Again, I didn't mention them by name because I know this ass will just spout off. Pussy. I just can't fucking stand him because he's a fucking hang on mouthpiece, but uh, Pussy. Anyway, you guys have Fucking right in a pussy. You guys have free range to do it yourselves then. Have at it. Feel free. I don't even know who it is. I do, but- Again, just to just hang around who hangs around a famous modified family because they're famous and he's not. Um, you want to suck a dick? Anyway. Go suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a motherfucking dick. Can we can move dig, on with this? Suck a dick, Anyway. Poor Sid. Yeah, he's not going to have fun editing this thing, and neither am I. Um, we... <laughs> I just want to add in. Again, I foreshadowed that this recap of Waterford took longer than the program because the program was over by 7.45. <laughs> no, I can't, bud. I like Pro- anybody? Please do that. Stop it! <laughs> the program was over. The races, features, and everything was over at 7.45. I saw
2: people commenting when we're going to go back to night racing because night racing is better. They didn't, know, didn't the have to turn the lights on. Gets, gets better. But yeah, that that's ridiculous. Didn't,
1: didn't when did they, they start the features? On. I don't even know when they started the features. I, I mean, anybody? I'm all about an efficient show,
2: but that's <laughs> silly. Like anybody, I mean, you
0: should have an advertised start time, and you know, for people that are coming late, and then
2: they probably started at
1: like four o'clock. Well, I wish I knew because I mean. Uh, I should have looked up the schedule, but I doubt it's even still up. But uh, most racetracks on Friday, Saturday night, whatever the hell night of the week you run, features start at seven. And these guys had what was it, seven or eight? Seven features done by seven forty-five. Holy shit!
0: Didn't have to turn the lights on. Saved your electric bill. No, I insane, know. Dude.
1: I know. I usually complain nope. when races go long, but man. If people, if they show up, if they have to show up that early, like you're not going to get as many people in the gate if you run it too early. You know, there's a sweet. Well, window it depends on what it is. In. As
0: long as it, on a Saturday, it depends on the start time. You have to advertise the start time and then people will know when to come.
1: Right. But if I was racing there, I would not have made it because I work on Saturdays. Well, screw you for working on Saturdays. I guess they don't want my money then. No. <laughs> Sorry guess I'll build my car for stafford then.
0: who works on who works on saturday and has friday off?
1: It's... I don't. <laughs> but stafford starts late enough that I could possibly make it on sa- on Fridays. That's a possibly though. Hey, whatever. Just throwing Run. that out there. I just wanted to mention it because that's just very very odd to me. I mean, if this was Florida, it'd be 7:45 in the morning probably because it takes so long to clean up. <laughs> Phil's shaking his head because he knows I'm right.
2: The freaking Oompa Loompa brigade.
0: <laughs> I miss Phil.
1: No, you don't. Anyway, no, no. um, I think I should shout out the uh, Seekonk folks because we love Seekonk, and we'll- we, they deserve at least a couple minutes of our time. So, Seekonk results. Let's let's be fair here. Scoots, he had a good night. Again. Yeah. Yeah. He had a good night. Um, late models. Ryan Lynham, one in Scoot's car. I'm pretty sure he races for Scoot still, right? Mm, yes. Yeah, that's um, a Scoot's car. Street Stocks, Chad Baxter, also a Scoot's car. And I believe that's two for two for Chad, right? I think so. Yeah, pretty sure he's two for two right now. Um, pro, uh, st- Oh, I'm sorry, Sport Truck, uh, Radical Rick Martin in Victory Lane. God, is, that guy must be old, isn't is he? Is that a Scoot's car? No, I don't think that's a Scoot's car. Oh, okay. <laughs> you <laughs>
0: didn't do well scoots no the scoots have a
1: per stock as well
2: i thought he had one that ryan was racing but i'm not sure because i
1: saw ryan in a number 10 pro stock i thought
2: that that might be scoots car as well then
1: well because he was leading late but then dave darling got by him and won the race so he almost went three for four on, on the night well, D-
2: dave darling has to win
1: oh my god yeah how could he not guy's going for his ninth title, for God's sakes. I mean, I that's know. like Tom Fern not winning. Unbelievable driver. I know. he's. <laughs>
0: I'm going to go drain the lizard. I'll be right back.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, um, if the beers weren't on scoots that night, come on. Guy won two freaking races over here. Anyway, I've turned on my uh, NBC Sports Gold track pass because I still have that, apparently and I was watching the NASCAR Whalen Modified Tour Miller Lite 200 at Riverhead. Anybody catch that, or were you on the road? I had no
2: idea it was... I mean, I was on the road, but I had no idea it was happening. Oh, really? There was no advertising for the race that I saw anywhere, and I I follow all the major media outlets and whatnot on Facebook and Hmm. just didn't see a thing.
1: That's unfortunate.
2: Yeah, I don't don't know if it's my result. uh, My feed got filtered or what. I don't know, but... I just didn't see anything, but I heard it was a a pretty good race and an awesome outcome.
1: It was very interesting. Um, Riverhead's weird. You look at it, and it really, I hate to say it, but it almost reminds you of uh, Riverside, except that the corners are a little bit wider. Like, they have wider turns and not as much straightaway. It's the same size track. It's a quarter mile. And Um, there's
2: really no top line at uh, Riverhead.
1: What's funny is that the top line is kind of, well, the second lane up is kind of the line to be in, which yeah. is really weird. Um, but Doug Kobe did not use that line when he made his late race pass on Justin Bonsignor uh, to pick up the win. And Patrick Emmerling was uh, second. Uh, but Doug Kobe and uh, obviously Justin Bonsignor was third. Uh, but Doug Kobe became the first non-New York native to win the tour race at Riverhead. Uh, since 2013, when Ryan Priest did it, that's and, crazy. Yeah, um, the those New York boys—they do not like giving up Riverhead to anybody else. It's like they claim their home turf, man.
2: That's their hallowed ground. That's all they got left.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a. I guess there's a lot of pride in local, uh, local history to it. So, uh, producer Jr. has made his fourth appearance in the uh, studio.
0: What do I do, Lord? Destroy the child. Corrupt them all. This is their plan, people. These are demons.
1: Maybe someday we'll have no interruptions, but that day is no, not today. Lock the door. I know, but he goes through the cat tree, and I need Barricaded. to put a piece of plywood up. Yeah, I know. Gotta go So... Oh, well. uh, so. I'm trying to dig. I think we're out of local notes. I'm not sure. I have no idea what's going on here. Um, But I do know that Eddie Gossage is stepping down as president of Texas Motor Speedway. He announced that on Twitter um, this week, or this past week, I should say. um, Right. That was, that was quite surprising, but we've already come up with theories as to why Eddie Gossage is stepping down as president of uh, Texas Motor Yeah, Speedway. this
0: is news to me, too. I have not heard this yet, either. What's going on? Yeah, Eddie Please Gossage, was,
1: he was the president of Texas Motor Speedway since you Texas Motor Speedway was built, Yeah, and now he is stepping down. Mm-hmm. Phil, He was there while it was built, rebuilt, built again, ruined, rebuilt. Care to share your uh, theory there, Phil? Because yours is probably the most accurate. (laughs) You are our resident insider.
2: I noticed in his his farewell message that he said he's not done, and he didn't specifically list that he was leaving SMI. He was only leaving Texas Motor Speedway. And my thoughts instantly went to the recent news that Marcus Lamotis has pledged a million dollars to help get North Wilkesboro up and running, there's constant tweets coming now from Marcus Smith from SMI saying that they're working on it. There's stuff in the planning. So my thoughts is Eddie Gossage did such a great job at Texas Motor Speedway. Let's be fair. It is, it's a unique and interesting track. I don't care if you like the new layout or not. I like tracks that have turn one and two are different than three and four. I think that, you know, driver skill comes into play there.
1: I think it so. So I'm
2: interested to see if he actually <laughs> goes to North Wilkesboro to kind of head up the rejuvenation of that place.
1: He'd be the right guy for the job. That would be. I
2: think so.
0: That would be the biggest news story of the whole frigging year. Even more than the yeah. champion. That would be amazing. I, I
2: think as soon as that, that came out, I text Brent and I was like, "This has got to be what's going on. It's got to be big. Yeah, it has. I'm to probably be.
1: wrong, but I'm always wrong.
0: I don't care as long as he makes it sexy.
1: Let's be honest. Yeah. If these guys are making this much of a stink and caught and like saying this much about this one racetrack that's not even like in a state of any sort of repair at this point, then yeah, there the has places. to be something happening with it that's positive. Now <laughs> you see level guys and
2: build like, a camping world.
1: Yeah, now you guys see funding start to get interest in it. Now you guys see word coming from the ownership of the company that's positive about it. Now you see guys basically posturing, you know, getting out of the way of their current job to possibly take a new one. And again, we're just kind of speculating, but that's just... help. Wilkes County
2: spent $15,000 on signage saying, we want you back. Why would they spend fifteen thousand dollars of money that could be used for infrastructure or whatever if I mean, there wasn't a possibility?
0: There's so much data that they can acquire for generated interest for North Wilkesboro. There's all the views on social media. There's all the views on YouTube about it, and on various like networks like Peacock and and all other uh, news sources about you know what it was for and. And um, iRacing has made a, a uh, has made a scan of it and everything and has generated a lot of interest through that. And there's just so many clicks on social media and so many uh, – there's just so much interest in it that they can't ignore it. There's so yeah. much data there that they can actually kind of quantify how much money to put in this thing and make a profit and bring it back. It just – I don't know, man. It's, it's just like the
1: Hartford Whalers coming back. It's yeah, it's it's the yeah.
0: Hartford Whalers of racetracks. It really is. Rockingham would be the Quebec Nordiques.
1: No, ro- oh well, yeah, Rockingham it, would be the Nordiques. But yeah, it, it they would have equate- such a fan
0: base, as such a huge fan base for a track that doesn't exist.
1: It would be the equivalent yeah. because there's been, you know, all sorts of different different news really articles is. through the years saying, oh, the Whalers are coming back. Oh, the Whalers are coming back. And they mm-hmm. never do. And the same thing with Rocking – or uh, Richmond – or no, what the fuck is it again? Wilkesboro. Quebec. Burl. No, Wilkesboro. <laughs> they've always said something about them. Oh, it might come back. Oh, it might come back. Nope, it's dead. Nope, it's, it might come back. It's like it's just this – the race fans can't take it anymore
0: well let me put it also this way the the reason why i say this the Hartford whalers of of short of racing in general is because you know it sells so much merchandise and and everything i said before about you know interest in it and everything like the Hartford whalers are like in within like the top 10 deep within the top 10 of all nhl merchandise that's ever sold for a team that doesn't exist they were almost in the top five a few times you know so well, it, and they can't ignore
2: Jesse, that, Jesse. You brought up the fact that iRacing scanned it. Brent, you had an interesting theory on how they're going to announce the return.
1: Oh shit! What the fuck was it?
0: Beep.
2: Watch the up final race of the year would be with the iRacing Pro Invitational. Would be at North Wilkesboro, and at the end of the race, they'll announce its return.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot that I'd mentioned that. I, I no. I don't get a lot of sleep. Probably
2: a couple months ago. I have a weird memory. I remember everything.
0: I'm going to bookmark this at one hour, six minutes of episode, whatever this is, that Phil made the prediction. So saith our Lord.
1: <laughs> okay. So uh, I don't know. Again, you can't jerk the fans around this much and not have something come out of it. The, the interest is, like is tees, just too strong. Tease, tease, tease. It's too if strong. If they say, "Oh well, we we just can't do it," and they're just gonna, everyone's gonna fucking lose their minds. Probably just boycott racing. I mean, they're just you're building them up. They'll to riot the- and burn down SMI probably if they don't do it. I wouldn't be surprised. I well, mean, let's this tweet
0: their is- address if they don't do it.
1: <laughs> Honestly,
2: I say forget about Nashville. It's clear that nobody wants that place to survive. I let's do focus on North Wilkesboro.
1: I would like I don't care about the super speedway but I do give a shit about the fairgrounds.
2: I do too, but I the want all race people tracks and local government are making such a difficult time for them to bring that place back. No, to, you know what? It's not car.
1: The problem is is it's not that many people. The only people It's just Karen. No, the only people that it's have Karen a problem Karen and Kyle. The only people that have a problem with it showed up at that meeting. It's That's Karen literally it. and Kyle. You know, that's like listening to people on Twitter to think that it's the majority of the of the ideas in this country. No, it's a very small minority of people who are the loudest, and that's why they. I don't know why, but people. I just just wish somebody would take a friggin'
0: stand once in a while. Just shut Karen up or shut Kyle up. It's always it's always one Karen or one Kyle or whatever gender non-binary bullcrap. Take a friggin' stand, man. Even if you have to, you know, you're not going to lose money because if you get woke, you go broke, okay? Well, so just, get it done and take a stand and you'll be rewarded. Never apologize. Never apologize. Ask your governor,
1: Phil.
2: Yeah, he doesn't apologize and look at him. He's great. No, he's like Donald Trump Jr. What, yeah. Donald Trump Jr. Jr. I don't know.
0: Something cousin, like that.
1: Cousin of Trump somewhere. Cousin Adopted Trump. somewhere. removed his stepchild, whatever. Somewhere removed cousin of whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so, again, don't you can't play to what you feel is the masses when it's not the masses. This, right. Again, the people who are complaining, were the people there. And if you count how many people actually live in that area, that's not all of them. And that's not a no. very broad we're, spectrum to, to glean any sort of any information off yeah, of. Yeah, they're
0: talking 10, 12 days out of the whole year that they, that they can have a day to themselves.
1: Well, well maybe go to the could, friggin' park, man. Maybe they could live in a real house instead of an apartment you know, in Nashville. I mean...
0: Turn the volume up on your TV and whatever well, your lame-ass friends In all fairness, there
2: are actual homes right around the corner from the track, but they bought laid out those homes plans after the track for sound barriers and all of that stuff. Like yeah. Jesse said, 10 to 12 races a year ain't going to kill you.
1: And you can't pander to people who move into a place... That the track exists. It's like people moving next to an airport and complaining the airport's loud. Well, no shit, it's loud. You moved in next to a fucking airport. No shit, the racetrack is loud. You moved next to a damn racetrack. It existed before you moved in. Therefore, your opinion should be invalid.
2: Well, and one of those women actually said in her statement that she moved there because she figured the racetrack wouldn't be very long.
1: You can't assume. (laughs) So you moved there hoping that they'd close it down. Yeah. That's like getting into a relationship and hoping the other person changes. (laughs) It's like you're stupid.
2: I think my ex did that.
1: So did my ex. There's a reason why they're exes. Yeah, I'm not very trainable. I'm
0: not housebroken easy.
1: You can't change people. And if they're stupid, you can't teach them either. Don't move next to a racetrack unless you enjoy racing. I mean, how many people in Stafford complain about the racetrack? The place has been there for, let me see, I have a card here. Let's see what the year is on this thing. Uh, No freaking clue, but let's be honest, it's a long time ago. Uh, I think it was like 1948. This is a general view of Fairgrounds, number two, Stafford Springs. Look at it's a horse racing track. That is Stafford Speedway. It's been there a long goddamn time. I bet you nobody complains up there. Anyway, and if they do, they're stupid because they moved in next to a racetrack that's been there 100 years. Again, I'll say it like every time. The only thing Connecticut Governor Dan Malloy ever did right was that he told people in Thompson, you can't complain because the track was here before you moved in. This th- has been
2: in its current location since 1868. It was a horse track.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's been there forever. Yeah. I don't know how old this postcard is, but it's it in color, so it can it's um, I don't know how, <laughs> how long ago it was. Uh but uh, apparently uh United States Post Office So, yeah, there there's something for you. Anyway, there's no date. I wish I knew. But that's definitely Stafford because the landscape is exactly the same.
0: That and the Roots own most of Stafford anyway with the real estate business. Yeah, they'll just Very kick successful them out of, the, just them out of
1: their homes, <laughs> which they should because they don't them. deserve it. I wouldn't blame them. No, they don't deserve to live there if they're going to complain. Yeah. No, screw them. I'd be sitting on my porch watching if I could. I'd build, oh. a, I'd build one of them widow's walk That's way right. up on the top of my house and just go climb up there and watch with binoculars. Yep. And, and we'd be, be cool. behind them right in the,
0: you know, 100%. No, right.
1: well, I might as well go mosey through national results just because there might be somebody out there who doesn't pay attention to anything and lives under a rock but if you're a racing fan obviously you're going to know all this stuff that's why we save it for the end of the show Uh, Noah Gregson and the 9 Xfinity team won their appeal of their disqualification and were awarded their 4th place finish along with their Dash for Cash $100,000 so there you go Mm -hmm. sometimes you can beat the system Uh, so whatever he's won that thing a whole ton of times I don't know what the hell man
2: I think it's like his sixth time winning, and every time he gives the money to his team, which is pretty cool. Probably in his contract, but pretty cool. (laughs) He
1: doesn't doesn't. need (laughs) it. Well, his dad's in jail now. He might need it. Um, Xfinity Dover race. Uh, Austin Sindrick picked up that win. Josh Berry finished second, and he won that Dash for Cash $100,000. Somebody
2: please fucking sponsor this guy full time. I know. Jesus. Come on, people.
1: Just give the guy a chance, man. Yeah. I know Junior has been hinting that those uh, – al- him and uh, Junior Motorsports staff have been looking for sponsorship for him. And I know they can't do it this year, but they might be trying to piece together something next year. And honestly, yeah. how can you say the guy hasn't proven his worth? I mean, he finally f- he- he's finally getting the rhythm of these cars and figuring it out, and guess what he's doing? Got to win, finish second, won $100,000, is always up front now. And he went Has and he, he missed he, any races this year? Not yet, I don't think. Because he was only, I think, supposed
2: to do 11 races.
1: Um, I don't remember. He, I know he's going to run out pretty soon. I know, oh, yeah. Coda. Coda, I believe Miguel Paluto's going to be in the car.
2: Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah, I know. I know a Junior's going to have to mop that car up off the racetrack. Who the hell's that? Um, A guy who flunked out of the truck series because he sucked.
2: He's worse than Nelson PK was. Yeah. Pretty bad.
0: Nelson Piquet was a two or three time world champion.
1: Junior. Nelson Piquet. Yeah, junior. junior. Oh. In NASCAR, not Formula oh. One. Oh.
0: Oh, yeah. Don't. Yeah, I know. No, that. That's Nelson about Piquet enough of Formula junior. One. I'm losing it right now.
1: So. That's okay because we didn't have oh. a Formula One race last week. Oh, so. God. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, I don't think I wrote down the cup results, but that's okay because we already know who it is. Um, I didn't see a
0: lot of these uh, races at Dover. I kind of had the boy all weekend. I loved Dover.
1: You know, I loved Dover too. I've I just had the
0: I just had the boy all weekend. You know, I, don't know, I was working on so, your car, but um, well, you had TV. I don't.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had it on downstairs. Yeah, but in oh, the well. Cup race, I think it was Team Hendrick went one, two, three, four.
0: Yeah, that's going to be everywhere. You know about Team Hendrick, and I got a lot to say about that. Go ahead. Um, you know since um. Uh, a little while ago there was a team called Joe Gibbs Racing that kind of set the mold for team uh for uh team cooperation ah, in yes. sports as far as uh teammates go. Uh, uh before Joe Gibbs Racing a lot of the teams would ha- would basically like for example Robert Yates Racing they would have like they would share a engine program they would share an engine program but not really any setup shop like say for instance like the 88 team would have one shop and then the 28 team would have a totally different shop away from away from the building and the 38 they would all be separate and a lot of those guys believed in that to be separate and you know try to share as much as they could but you know not really You know, keep the best stuff to themselves and whatnot. And
1: a lot of drivers didn't like having teammates anyway. Dale Earnhardt hated it. Dale Jarrett wasn't a fan of it either. I don't think Rusty was either. These old school guys just did not like having teammates. Right. Dale Earnhardt
2: actually physically fought Mike Skinner once. Yeah. -hmm.
0: Joe Gibbs Racing was able to ring ring that in with his football background, with getting special teams and defense and offense and everything on board. He brought in veteran crew chief Jimmy Maycar, and he made, and Jimmy Maycar oversaw the, all the crew chiefs and made everyone share information, and that's how Joe Gibbs wanted it, and all had Joe Gibbs' cars run up front, okay?
1: Why wouldn't you want all your cars to be up front? It
0: makes sense now, but that's not what they did back then. You, you it understand what I'm saying? It, it's
1: otherwise it doesn't make sense it, otherwise. And
0: Rick Hendrick bought into it for a while. Uh Papa Joe's team in the twenty five didn't have the same stuff as the five did or the twenty four did. A lot of guys that flunked out of the five or the twenty four, the eighty eight, what a the forty eight. They all you know, whatever. Not 25. maybe not the forty eight, but they all went to the twenty five team almost as punishment. Yeah, right. So but this weekend proves that this is what happens when a team has everything execute perfectly I would say so in the new general manager and vice president's role uh Chad Canos was uh promoted to that position i forgot uh, about that yeah in August or September of 2020 and this is and right and they've all been running up front i mean everybody else has wins but uh, I think they the champion. Of uh, uh, oh, Chase, I don't yeah, think Chase, I don't Chase has a win yeah, yet, but the season's still new, but, yeah. but everybody else has a win, give him a few races, and there is no weak car or team on that team. And this Chase is what happens when world. everything is executed to perfection, and Chad Knaus has everybody sharing information, and everybody is working together cohesively as a four car team, and, and that is what see, you've seen
1: because this team has been struggling for the last few years. But there has been a marked improvement this year. There's been a huge improvement. Uh, Hendrick
0: now is probably on like a Joe Gibbs racing level as far as team cohesion. And it's a very dangerous team right now. Yeah. I mean, if you look at like Stuart Haas racing, right now, the the last few years, only the four car has really done anything really that's of any useful. I know the 14's a rookie and the 41's kind of a rookie in the second year maybe. But... Then the ten card nah, ten cards never been good.
1: But no, I it think, really kind of hasn't. <laughs> but I think
2: Kevin Harvick elevates that four card too. I don't think if the right. But team the, team all the but performing. the other
0: three teams are kind of R and D cars. Yeah, four to four. So uh, that's what I'm saying is that now there's like two real powerhouses right now, and Hendrick is going to be a player, and it's here to stay.
1: Yeah, oh, they've, absolutely. They've definitely regained their uh, foothold at the top, especially amongst the whole level, not just them. Uh, so, yeah, um,
0: everybody else is in a lot of trouble.
1: Yeah, uh, who who is
0: the powerhouse team for Ford other than Stuart Haas? Penske. Penske, yeah, that's Penske's that's, been good. Penske's a strong team.
1: Yeah, they got
2: two we'll, two we'll and, and a half cars. We'll see who the real powerhouses are next year when they go to the new car and the playing field is kind of leveled.
1: Yeah, but we'll still see the guys w- with the technology be at the front because of how much they can utilize whatever they have. The smaller teams will still be the slowest ones.
0: Yeah, there's. I mean, everybody will have a new car. Everybody will have equal stuff, but you, you still have budget for talent, and you, and not all the race cars are going to be put together the same way. Yeah. So the cream is still going to be the same.
1: It's going to be off a But not everybody's just going
0: to run ten-year-old junk.
1: I feel like it's going to level off a little bit. You're yeah. going to see it tighten up, but you're not going to you're not going to see a hell of a lot change in the way of uh you're not going to bring somebody out of poverty by giving them a nickel. You know what I mean? I
2: think it's going to become like street stocks at Thompson where everybody's got similar equipment and it's pretty much down to who can set it up the best.
1: I think so, yeah. I think that's going to come down to that. But yeah, uh Kyle Larson absolutely dominated that race just Mm. again for like the sixth time. He absolutely (laughs) dominates a race and can't finish like this is his entire cup career. He'll dominate a race and then not finish. He'll lead 350 laps of a 400 lap race. And then lose at the end.
0: Yeah, but then, you know, Ryan Priest's pit crew, I guess, was was on his pit crew for the last restart.
1: Must have been because Ryan finished eighteenth this week instead of like twenty seventh because he got two pit road penalties or something stupid.
0: And and Kyle Larson (laughs) did not come off of pit road first, he came off
1: second.
2: I I will say though, Kyle Larson's pit stop, that final pit stop was still a twelve point six second stop, I think.
0: It was in the thirteens, I think.
2: Is that really that bad, though? I I don't (laughs) trust what TV says over what the actual data said on Twitter from the teams.
1: Mm. I don't know, but he
0: came out behind the 48.
1: The 48 put down The the
2: 48 team was an 11.3 or something. It was something stupid.
1: They put down the single fastest pit stop of any team so far this season. The single fastest pit stop. And it won them the race. It's
0: a team sport. It is. And, and he got into clean
1: air. Yeah, that's why Kyle Larson didn't win, Jesse It was all clean air. Clean remember? air.
0: Oh, I hate that phrase. Even though... Oh, my God. It hurts my soul. Even though there were Ugh. so many
1: lapped cars that nobody was technically in clean air. But anyway,
0: hey, Yeah, I know. But he's the first of the <laughs> fast cars to
2: clean air. Yeah. Ugh. It's okay, I can't wait until they don't say that word anymore. Oh, I uh, can't yeah. wait. Never, oh, they're God, never gonna
1: They're never gonna not say it. That's just oh, it's I hate ingrained that phrase. in the psyche now and it's never going to They've work. been
2: saying it since like 95 or 96 when the round body cars came out. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and the radial tire and side force and Oh. Oh, my head hurts. I oh,
1: Okay, so I'm dying. I'm out of beer and I'm out of notes. Ugh. And Jesse might not have to die this week because there no, was
0: a no Formula One race. I'm already dying of clean air and side hey, I Hey, and-
2: I will say one thing mm. Formula One related, and I don't know if either of you saw it. Oh, stop. But McLaren released uh, some photos of their car for, I think it's the next race. And oh, it looks Monaco? Pretty sweet. It's, yeah, it's a golf livery.
1: Ooh, throwback it's- livery in F1.
2: It's pretty sweet. I I saw it. I don't really care for F1 a lot, but I was like, ooh, that's nice.
1: I like waking up on Sundays and watching Formula 1 while the family's still in bed.
2: Jesse's about to have a seizure over here.
0: I I wouldn't mind seeing a golf livery on, like, an LMP2 or an LMP1 car. I think it would have to be a Porsche. It needs to have, like, some kind of body panels, some kind of prototype, so that I could see the patterns and the colors. Other than that...
1: I agree, but hey, you know we. Ugh. could... I got an idea. We could, is... we could preview Monaco. That's coming up next no, week. Go fuck yourself! Shut up!
2: No,
0: <laughs> no, stop! No. no, we're not even going to do it. I'm not dying. I, I don't care. want
2: my buddy to die today.
0: I, I, no one cares about Monaco. Monaco, you, you win that race and qualify. I don't want to die. Anyway, you Indy know, 500 is going to be coming up. It's we coming should up focus in, on that. You know what kind of state? next week. Indy 500.
1: I will say this. It does kind of stink that I don't think Monaco and the Indy 500 is going to be on the same day. I no think, one cares. I think Monaco is going to be a week earlier, which is kind of weird. Indy 500 usually, is the greatest race in the world. Usually I love that it race. goes like Monaco, Indy, and then Coke 600. And then it's like, well, that's kind of weird that it's not going to beat all three on one day. I kind of hate that. I wanted to see all three.
0: I don't care about Monaco.
1: I do, and that's no, all that matters.
0: Monaco should be written off the sc- I don't care. <laughs> it, it, you win the race in qualifying, who cares? That's that's one of those races that's like, why don't you just have like like the legends of, you, you put the old cars out there and let them run. Who cares? They already did that. Who I think they cares? The Mediterranean is glistening blue, which is surprising good? because of how many turds are in it.
2: Jesse is starting to turn red. We might want to change the subject.
1: How about, yeah. I'll change it. You can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. Thank you. You can find it on Instagram at MakingLapsPodcast, Facebook.com slash MakingLapsPodcast. If you want to send us a Gmail and tell us how awful this episode was, you can send it to MakingLapsPodcast at gmail.com. You can also watch us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Sid's View. I think I got that right this week. And uh, thumbs up. Good. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at brentgleason01 and Twitter at the same handle. To be fair, uh, if you find me on Facebook, don't friend me if I don't know you because I'm not going to friend you. I don't care about Facebook. Uh, you can find Phil at,
2: at pjacquesracing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: All right, and you can find uh, Jesse. I know you're kind of busy. Oh, you're not too busy. You're you can find I
0: me think. at forty ounces of freedom at gab.com.
1: That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, turn it up, number five. There we go. And now I think this 12 ounce I'm drinking is really not enough. All right. So, until next time, thank you all for watching and listening. Keep the Dirty side down and stay out of the fence. Thank y'all. I don't know how I hit the post God,
0: at the end. God, How do I hit the poster at the end of all these episodes with this? God, it's my uncanny ability of
2: radio knowledge.